Hi, everybody. This is Mark Hinman, lead pastor at Hillcrest Church in Jamestown, New York. Welcome to episode 20 of Jumpstart, which is all about giving us the boost we need to keep us moving forward in the way of Jesus so we can be more motivated and focused and less empty and miserable. And again, today I'm joined by my college student co-host, Lucas Lassinger. How's it going at the University of Buffalo, Luke? It's going really well. I've been here for a little bit, and I'm getting the hang of it, and we're moving forward. Yeah, but the real question is, what's your grandma Dora sending to you these days? Oh, so I think we need to add a segment to this podcast called Snacks with Lucas. It'll be like the new thing. But today we're having some of Dora Wedlock's peanut butter balls. They're quite mm. delightful. Mm. See so how the peanut butter, the chocolate side. She likes you. She'd probably send you some if you ask her. Wow. I might have to give a shout out to Dora. All right, so what are we doing today? Yeah, so today we're going to we we're going to talk about having good guardrails in our relationships. Right. And this is uh taken really from 1 Corinthians chapter 6. I'll read uh, three verses there, verses 12 to 14. So, Apostle Paul writes, "Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything." food for the stomach and stomach for food, but God will destroy them both. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. By his power, God raised the Lord from the dead and he will also raise us. Nice. I am glad you read that verse because I am not good at reading long paragraphs. So, but, so originally we had talked about naming this episode, Don't Rent to Own. And renting yeah. to own is kind of a, it's a big business for the rich. It kind of helps the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And um, I know you're not really a huge fan of that idea. I know, you know, a lot of financial people aren't necessarily a huge fan of that idea. Um, but there's a lot of ways that's not financial too. I mean, you can do that in your relationships. And so we're going to kind of try and talk about how to avoid making a huge investment that you'll never get back. Yeah. Yeah. That whole idea of, you know, trying things on and if it doesn't fit, you haven't bought it, you know, just hang it back up and try something else. Yeah. It doesn't work real well with relationships and we're continuing on in this whole relationship series. And, and the idea today is that we need to put up some good guardrails and see them as good. And, and they're meant to keep us from driving off the road and wrecking our relationships and frankly, wrecking our lives. Yeah. So I know you've been uh, in First Corinthians for a sermon series now, so you should have some good insight you're going to help us out with on this verse, right? Wow. I am neck deep this fall in First Corinthians and preaching that on Sunday. So yeah, let me just give the backdrop to these verses out of First Corinthians chapter 6. So one of the major themes in all of Paul's letters is God's grace that we have in Jesus and that we've been set free. And so everywhere he went, he preached that good news, that gospel of grace. And, and he drew a clear distinction between legalism that often was common with many Jewish people and some early Christians and true Christianity. And so legalists, you know, look at life and say, everything's wrong unless you can prove from the Bible that it's right. You know, don't do this. Don't do that. Lots of rules, you know, lots of I's to dot, T's to cross, hoops to jump through. It, it's an exhausting, extremely negative uh, way to live. Okay. So the Corinthians were not legalists then, correct? No, definitely yeah. not. 
so they're they're very sexually permissive and that kind of stuff is my understanding from exactly they're they're on the opposite end of the scale you know polar opposite to legalists they had basically conflated grace and freedom to being able to adopt you know any sort of attitude towards sex or, and, and many other things too. And so they saw it, you know, as having a very updated contemporary current view that fit nicely with their culture. And so the attitude was sort of, you know, okay, sure. The law of Moses said it was wrong to commit adultery, but Hey, we're not under the law of Moses. So we're free from all that. Right, Paul. So, and then they had a slogan, you know, food for the stomach and stomach for the, for food. That's the, he, Paul quotes that, you know, he throws it back at him and says, you know, you say food for stomach and stomach for food. And so the idea is, you know, you run to the refrigerator when you're hungry. So, you know, it's okay then just to go and have sex with whoever you want to, because everything's permissible. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go for it. That was really the pervading uh, mindset in the Corinthian church, if you can believe that. Interesting. That, uh, that would not play out well for me because if I had the same desire for sex that I have for these peanut butter balls today, there would be a lot of problems going on in Lucas's life. So here's the deal. They just didn't realize the spiritual significance of, of sexual intimacy. So Paul explains it to them. And he says, you know, if you've come to know Jesus in a, in a real and personal way, he goes on to talk about how our bodies are now members of Christ himself. And so if you know Jesus, you've been joined to Christ. And, and, and that's, that's not in an abstract philosophical or, or even a legal sense. It's, it's a reality, spiritual reality. And that whereas we used to belong to the devil, we belong to Christ. And so we're called to honor Christ in every relationship and in everything we do. So, this is another one of those situations where the Bible's teaching is totally countercultural, and it, and it was then, and and it is now, and our casual sex sort of culture that we live in today. Yeah, well, you had shared a, a message. You emailed it to uh, not a message, a study uh, that you had emailed to me earlier this week when we were talking about how we were going to talk about this episode of the podcast. Would you like to share that with everyone? Yeah, you know, I. I don't want to come across as somebody that's really down on, on millennials and Gen Z because I actually think there's some real, there's some real opti- reasons to be optimistic. And I'll point to a study by the University of Michigan, and it, it said that you know it suggests that the Gen Z is much less likely to be partiers and drinkers, or even you know get into the whole hookup culture that tends to dominate you know, college campuses, many of them. Um, than even their millennial counterparts. Gen Z is, you know, more safety conscious, uh, much more mindful about the dangers of these things. And so they're, they're much more cautious and careful. I, I think actually that's a really good thing. That's something we should say that that's, that's a, uh, a good thing that's happening in the Gen Z generation. Awesome. Well, if you won't be Debbie Downer, I will be, I think in some, <laughs> uh, some of that, safety has brought it so it's not uh, something we're sharing um but something that gen z has kind of been making more of a well i'm going to keep my sexual um, immorality closer to myself and i think we'll talk about that in our next episode a little bit yeah we'll get into that later but right but um why don't we move into our unpaid commercial for the week yeah so you have something you want to recommend today yeah yeah so um i've been going on walks on a three times a week basis now and i put in other podcasts and that kind of stuff while i'm walking 
Um, and I was listening to a Craig Rochelle podcast. He's a big leadership. He's pastor of Life Church. Um, and he interviewed another pastor, uh, Michael Todd, who's from Transformation Church. Yeah, good, um, good preacher, good guy. Yeah, and so I wasn't super familiar with Michael Todd. I'm still not super familiar. So, you know, don't judge me if I've got any sort of theology wrong here or anything. Um, but he just wrote a book. He became famous when one of his sermons went viral. Um, called Relationship Goals, and then he wrote a book called Relationship Goals. Um, and I've listened to just one of his sermons so far, but I'm trying to get further into it and learn more. But it's all about, you know, God made us and he made our relationships. And so we kind of have to keep in mind that we need to look back at the instruction manual and remember that God also gave us a manual for how to live in our relationships. So it's not quite the uh, the normal Hillcrest preaching style. No offense, Pastor Mark, but it's a little bit higher energy. Uh, but, you know, if you're looking for something good, I encourage Wait, you. You're saying I'm not high energy. Uh, you're high energy, but this is uh, next level. here. Yeah, different so, level. Yeah. Right. And it, I, I think he has a good word to say. I'm anxious to check out the book, and I'm definitely going to do it. But, yeah, check out Michael Todd for sure. All right, well, I'm going to bring us to my two favorite words now, and that's, uh, so what? Um, you know, what's the takeaway today? And, and here it is. I, I just want to challenge each of us to make a decision today to honor God with our bodies and to understand, you know, God's plan, right, is for us to have some guardrails, and the idea is to keep ourselves for one person, for uh, a future husband or our current, you know, husband or wife. And and to really just reject the whole idea of renting to own <laughs> and, and to embrace the good guardrails that when God says don't, he means don't hurt yourself. And, and to embrace that and see that as something really good. Yeah. And I would just say, you know, maybe if this is news to you to take some time to pray about it or find a good uh, pastor or Christian friend, it's good to have somebody that can kind of help you keep, keep yourself accountable. Um, mm -hmm. I know I have one friend that I, I, really we hold each other accountable we try and message or video chat right. as often as we can um and it just it helps me you begin to make moves towards the lord um and the lord will help you too yeah for sure hey i'm going to pray to for pray for us uh, to that end all right so let's pray father we praise you lord for your good things that you bring into our lives and that includes other people we pray that today we would honor you and how we love one another. Help us, Lord, to embrace the good guardrails that you set up for our lives as we walk in the way of Jesus today. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us, especially after last week. I know the title may have taken some people by surprise, uh, but we tried to avoid some of that this week and just, you know, hit the, hit the hard facts that God wants to try and protect us. Yeah, so if you would uh, like, comment, uh, uh, just to uh, share the podcast, if you could, that would be wonderful. If you want to reach out to me uh, or to Lucas, you can email us at podcast at hillcrestjamestown.com. You can also check out our Sunday services at 845 and 11. If you're in the Jamestown area, we'd love to meet you. And you can find us also online at those times and in the evening at 7 p.m., you can find us uh, all over the web at, uh, at hillcrestjamestown.com. But until we get together again, have a great day. May God bless you.